Welcome to the e-commerce made simple podcast. I'm Jérôme de Guigny, your host. And today we'll be talking about an amazing topic, funding. Right. I have something to ask before we even start today, Jérôme. Uh, can people just, you know, we're talking about how to choose the right funding solution today, right? So this suggests that this might be really naive of me, but this suggests that people can just get funding for their businesses from all over the place to sell stuff on Amazon. Am I missing a trick? Why, why haven't I got this funding? Why haven't you given me this funding? Well, first, because I'm not Costas uh, no. from uh, Storefront and I don't give funding. That's not my job. No. That's the first response. The second one is, yes, you're right, my dear friend. The, you can get funding if you're doing Amazon, a business on Amazon. Why? It's because the business on Amazon is so processed that people can log into your account and they can see, okay, what you can be expected to uh, get in terms of money. And they can sort of expect a bit more or less what, what kind of money they can lend to you and how much uh, fees they can get from you. So there's no there's no possible way of cooking the books. This is what you're saying. Nobody can lie. Nobody can tell fibs. Somebody can go straight into all your e-commerce platforms and just go, right, we project that this is either going to be steady or if we make an investment or if we give a loan, then, you know, you've got to speculate to accumulate. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, to to a certain sense, you're you're looking from an, one angle. I would look at it from another angle. Is that the good thing about working with Amazon is it's a very structured platform. And if you sell in the US, in Germany, in France, in Singapore, it's the system is the same. So essentially, if once you've understood the the, the principles of how it works, someone can look into your account and know if it's it's a good business, if it's a profitable business, and if it's risky or not risky to lend you. Some money. That's why uh, a few solutions have started to appear on the market, and Storefront is is one of them. And Costas is a great advocate of that, and a great. Uh, he will explain in details what does that mean, and you know how is that a great potential for sellers. Cool. Should we listen to him then? Yes. So uh, take your seat and enjoy the show. So welcome everyone. I'm super happy to have this uh, webinar and actually we've known each other with Costas with quite a lot like many years now we've met, we were meeting each other in the old life when we had uh, there were physical shows and we met we bumped into each other in uh, quite a different places in inside Europe. And we were like at that time, uh, like growing our starting. businesses. Yeah, yeah starting. Um, so it's really fun to be now in 2021 June and to have this discussion and to meet each other. So for those who come often to our webinar, they know we start with a fun fact, which I think is, is a, a thrilling exercise for Costas, right? So like, I, I can't wait to hear from your fun fact, Costas. You didn't prepare me for that. So uh, well, fun, I guess fun fact is I like social dancing. So over the past few years, I tried to perfect my skills uh, on bo boogie woogie, rock and roll, leading hop, uh, and even samba. So uh, the pandemic took a toll ah. on my dancing skills. And you know what I really like about it is, uh, especially when you dance to live music, uh, the fact that you have to improvise. 
uh, it's very important to be able to adapt and play to the tune, you know, play uh, to the tune of the, the rhythm. Band. Yeah. Yeah. The rhythm. So that's, that's the, that's the fun fact of. And, and let's, let's jump on that. It's like also like, uh, being able to go to the rhythm of the business and, and Amazon is very much about uh, being successful. So today we will talk about Samba. We'll talk about rhythm and, and dancing in tune with the rest of the music and in rhythm. So thanks for that introduction, Costas. The, the funniest part would be obviously to have a video of you dancing but that's not that kind of show so we'll, yeah, we'll, that will be no. another time yeah. so maybe you can give us a bit uh, about store fund and and uh, who you are and what kind of issues uh, the store fund uh, solve for customers yeah i i'm the head of uh, growth or head of business development at store fund and uh, what we do is uh, we work with already successful e-commerce retailers and private label sellers. And we are basically uh, providing liquidity in the form of daily cash advances. Uh, we do that across 17 Amazon marketplaces. We are the only global solution currently that covers uh, a vast number of Amazon marketplaces. And actually we are also able to onboard companies and legal entities across all major jurisdictions, right? So European Union, Canada, US, even China. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the product that we, we provide. So uh, helping uh, e-commerce sellers uh, accelerate their growth. That, so that's very interesting. And that's a topic which I find usually in specifically in Europe, like funding is always a, a topic which a lot of companies are shy to talk about. I don't know, or, or it's, it's not as, as open as in the US. And I think that's super important to fund the business because oftentimes the bottleneck of growth is about being able to uh, finance the supply, right? And um, if you, like, there's quite a few uh, names out there and like very big names into that sort of financial environment. What, what makes Storefront a bit uh, special and different from the others or what kind of specific pain points people would want to go to you instead of others in which cases, let's say? Well, uh, I think, I mean, the main thing about us is the global reach uh, that we have, the fact that we can fund uh, e-commerce uh, retailers and sellers in multiple currencies, uh, the fact that uh, we offer a very transparent interface uh, and we also offer fair pricing uh, to our clients. I mean, um, a lot of the clients that we have onboarded just back when I met you, they are still with us. So we have clients that they have been with us almost three years and they have used that daily cash advance in such a successful way uh, to grow fast. And, and literally, actually, one of them is selling uh, one of his brands to one of these Amazon aggregators. So that's okay. something that we are very, uh, we're very happy that we have contributed to the success uh, of such enterprises. 
Very good. And so could, could you explain a bit more details? And I know you have a presentation, so do use it whenever you, you feel it's the right time. But I think it's interesting to understand, okay, how does that a brand, like take this example of the successful brand, how did they use Tolfan in which like capabilities or how, what, or like technically what happened and how did that help them to grow? Well, listen, I don't know all the intricacies because of course we are, and nor do I want to take credit that we were the primary cause, right? The centerpiece here is the entrepreneur himself or herself. So obviously they're doing something right. Obviously they have found the right product, the right private label product, and uh, they put the right processes and team in place, of course, to deal with the Amazon uh, system, right? The Amazon mechanisms. And uh, what we do is we provide liquidity. So across when when he it's a he so when he started he was primarily in europe right in the eurozone and, and the uk so amazon was holding the funds back he could not restock fast enough right so uh his main suppliers were in, in the continent so he couldn't restock fast enough so basically running out of stock you know this is like a you know, it's not a good situation to be in. So he used store fund initially to, you know, restock faster and build his brand on Amazon. The second benefit, which I guess it's a continuation of that is that he was able to add, expand to other marketplaces. So he added while, while in our service, he added the United States, Canada uh, Austra and Australia. So, uh, and how yeah, so. In, in which capacity did Storefront help them? Because, like, we have also sometimes uh, brand expand and we have them handle the account and everything. But I believe when you're supporting, how in which uh, way did you support him? Is it the same way of funding him or providing funding, advanced of cash? Course. Yeah. I mean, there are two things. Uh, we the primary business, the primary product is the funding, right? So, we can. Uh, fund your business in the States, in the in the US marketplace, in Canada, Oceania, and of course, in, in Europe. Uh, the other, uh, uh, let's call it a secondary benefit is sometimes we are called sellers reach out to us for advice, right? So we can also give business advice or give advice sometimes about, uh, you know, what's the best way or to expand to a marketplace or if their legal entity is optimal. There have been cases like that where we tap into our knowledge. Remember, Storfan was founded by seasoned entrepreneurs, uh, former bankers and traders in the city of London. So overall, our team is, uh, let's say it's mature, right? I'm <laughs> and we have seen things, right? We have seen successes and we have seen failures. We have also learned and uh, the, we view our clients as, as partners, right? Because if we provide the liquidity and they do not, they're not successful, that goes back to us. Makes and sense. that's exactly. So it's not that we're selling a subscription, it's not that we're selling a, a repricing a algorithm or software package or an SAP, what, what have you. You know, we, we are. Indirectly, we are also uh, contributing to their success and we really want them to be 
you know, reach, reach their goals. And so technically what happens is basically, let's say, if, so I've got a seller account, I'm selling a thousand euros a day. And so it, when that happens, Amazon takes like 15 days to pay it back whenever they, if, if they don't hold the, the funds back. If you're with Star Fund, basically you will get like a percentage of that amount uh, every day. How does that work? Right, right. Listen, I don't, I, I don't want to do a hard sell of our product. I, I want to. I mean, just to understanding you. of yeah, the financing. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, yeah. I mean, I, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, so yeah, obviously, you know, irrespective of the marketplace payment terms, right? Because we're not only on Amazon, we're also on C discount, uh, on back market, and we're adding other marketplaces. So irrespective of the marketplace payment terms. Uh, you sell today, you get paid today. So over 24 hours, we integrate, you know, this is the API integration. We integrate uh, with your data flow and we read your credits and debits over 24 hours. In the case of Amazon, we do that across 17 Amazon marketplaces. And right there after midnight, we advance 80% of that balance, right? Uh, into your account. And we can do that in multiple currencies. So we can advance uh, concurrently, right? In euros, pounds, of course, US dollar, Canadian dollar, and even Australian dollar. So, um, you know, many sellers that are international, a lot of our clients are international. So they, they want to manage the currency risk themselves. So yeah, that's fine with us. We can, we can offer that service and they can get their proceeds in multiple currencies. When Amazon pays, uh, you know, we basically forward that 20%. Remember, we advance against the promise, against a promise that the marketplace will pay on day X, right? When the marketplace pays, of course, we forward uh, the 20% buffer to protect us against unforeseen uh, Amazon charges, product returns. We have seen a lot of that during COVID. You know, especially with FPM, high ODR, supply chains were broken. And, uh, yeah, and how we, do you reconcile that? So if there's a return? Uh... Well, if there's a return, you know, we have that 20% buffer to protect us, right? And of course, if it goes over, I mean, and, and if it goes over and the client stops selling, you know, obviously they're going to go over 100%, right? But that's, such cases are, are rare mm -hmm. and... Uh, you know, all of our uh, retailers, you know, they, they have managed to survive and, and continue operating. And so, and it's very, it's a, it's a factoring solution, basically, right? It's like exactly. it's getting paid exactly. in advance. And how, what, what's the cost? Because my bank, like I was in distribution for a long time and distributors tend to do factoring with banks. And that's a, a very similar kind of a setup. And what kind of fees, like it, usually it's a, it's a percentage of-, of It's of a sale, percentage. Right? So we, we are the only service that applies its fees on the balance. And unlike our competitors, we do not apply our fee on gross sales, right? So we apply the fee on the balance. That's the actual expected payout uh, from Amazon or fee ranges from 1% to 2%. So for entities, we do not onboard, we, we hardly ever onboard uh, clients that they're doing less than 300, 350,000 a year. Okay. 
pounds, dollars, euros, right? So uh, most of our clients are over the million mark. So they're already successful and uh, we wanna accelerate that success, right? So, so that's the, uh, that's the product, yeah. but let's just jump into, no? Go, 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 go. Good because, idea. you know, I, I feel, you know, people have joined to find out, right? About uh, daily cash advances uh, versus loans. And, and this is a great subject, the great topic that you picked. And uh, I'm going to, I didn't want to do a PPT. I didn't want to do a PowerPoint presentation. However, everything revolves around one ratio. So I just want to visualize that and uh, talk a little bit about it. And then of course, you know, we can uh, switch back to the conversation. So let me share my screen and uh, right here we are. And right, can you see it? Yes. Right. So, so right. So um, I think that the, let me start by saying that the title should change. I didn't pay too much attention. So it's not either or, it's not daily cash advances or loans, right? And it's daily cash advances and loans. These two products can work together. It's an interplay. And this is what we have seen. This is the evidence that we have from uh, successful clients, clients of ours that they use both. So let me explain what, I, what I'm saying here. So, you know, you, you have a business. How do you start a business? With your own money, right? You have your own equity, right? Let's say, you know, you, you're doing well. So you're saying, all right, let me just, I want to use other people's money, right? So I'm going to get debt, right? So why is that? Because I have a more capital, right? My total capital is, the number is bigger, so I can buy more and I can, I can become a bigger entity. And what's the purpose of the business? Right, for every dollar, euro, pound of capital that you deploy, you want to generate cash flow. You want to generate profit, right? So, uh, to our listeners, right, think about it. Your denominator is equity plus debt. Your the numerator is your your net operating profit, right? Preferably after taxes. So, and this is your ROI. This is the return on invested capital. That's why you're in business, right? This is what you have to optimize. This, this ratio tells everything, pretty much everything about, about your business. So you have that capital now. How do you deploy it, Jerome? And you know that much better than me since you have worked in the supply chain of things, right? How, you, how do you deploy the capital? You know, you buy stuff. You, you have a cash cycle, right? Especially e-commerce, you don't really manufacture. So all your assets are merchandise receivables pretty much, right? I mean, inventory and receivables. So you have that capital, you order, you know, merchandise comes to your warehouse or to Amazon, it becomes a receivable. And after a number of days, as you're turning the cash, this is your cash cycle, as you turn your cash, after a number of days, the initial capital plus the profit, hopefully, it will return back into your pocket, right? That's, that's the essence of business. So over a set period of time, you can turn that capital a number of times. In this example, let's say three, right? So let's add daily cash advances into the equation. What happens? Imagine the world, you sell today, you get paid today, right? Oh, great, this is a product, let me see. 
what will happen? What will happen to my capital structure, to my cash cycle, etc.? It's called being Amazon, no? Selling today again. It's being called. It's it's called being Amazon. It's selling today again, paid today. That's exactly. what they do, right? It's e-commerce. Exactly. From that. Exactly. Exactly. So what happens is you will be able to turn your money faster because you're not waiting for any marketplace to pay you. The cash is immediately available, and it is added into that cash cycle. So over the same period of time, just like before, you will be able to turn your cash more times, right? And what does this mean for your business, right? More what does sales, it mean? Yeah. You will generate more sales. And this is an example of a client of ours that they joined like back in November. So this is an example. You will be able to generate more sales. And what else? What else? More profit, right? Think about now the capital deployed, the capital structure hasn't changed. The denominator equity plus debt hasn't changed at all. It remained the same. But what did we do? You put your business on steroids. You put your business on steroids. So your ROI increased. You know, your balance sheet is the same. You have no leverage. You have no debt, you, are, you do not have any more debt, right? But you accelerated the cash cycles and you generated more profit. So your ROI increased. So, and of course, this is the same, the same case. The same case is also if you don't use debt, right? This is obvious, right? You just have equity, uh, you're not even using more. debt. Exactly. Yeah, uh, in this case, maybe even more. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, even more. So now, it's not a beauty contest. There are pros and cons uh, for both, right? So let me start with a loan. A loan is a great product. Using other people's money efficiently, it's great. A loan, debt is cheaper than equity. So as you add debt into your business, your cost of capital decreases, right? We're getting now into some uh, fundamental corporate finance uh, concepts, Tips. right? But yeah, but what I'm saying is as you add debt, debt is always cheaper than equity. Let's say this is, accept this axiomatically, right? So as you add more debt, your, 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 this, your average cost of capital, this weighted average cost of capital decreases and that increases the value of your company. And of course, if everything goes according to your plan, you will end up, with a bigger business, with a business that has a higher valuation, you know, everything is, you know, how can I say that? Five star. Now, what are, what are the what are the disadvantages? Do things always go according to plan? That's number one, right? What if there are large deviations and you have committed future cash flow from your business to pay back principal and interest? What if, what if, the 1,000 units that you purchased, you ended up selling 800. What is the true cost of your loan? Is it just a nominal interest rate of eight, nine, 10%, 6%? Or is it a multiple? This is something that many businesses don't even bother or don't have the time, the bandwidth to, to examine. And of course, as you add debt, there is also an optimal point, right? There is an optimal point that beyond that point, adding too much debt into your business increases your default risk 
to the eyes of the bank and actually your interest rate will start increasing, right? This is, I'm just trying to uh, summarize and one last slide and I'm all yours. All right, pros and cons of daily cash advances, right? So obviously what we said, you know, you generate more sales, more profits, your ROI increases, you put your business on steroids, but let me focus on three things that we haven't mentioned yet. Number one, on and off, right? You don't make any commitment. You can use it for a month, for two months, for three months, then you can switch it off, right? It's non-dilutive, you're not adding debt. You're not adding a new equity partner. It's your business, right? You're just using the expected uh, payment uh, more efficiently, if, that, if that's the right phrase. Two more esoteric points your balance sheet will look better when you go to get a loan if you're using daily cash advances. Why? Because you're generating more profit for the capital deployed and you have more room. You know, your, your balance sheet is, it looks better uh, to the eyes of a bank. And the last point for me, it's very important, is, uh, is an insurance against uncertainty. And this is something that we have all experienced, right? Adding debt to a business you, you add uncertainty into an already uncertain venture. This is not the case with daily cash advances, right? So uh, if things go south, if pandemic number two appears, if something else, another unpredictable event in this random, random world that we inhabit happens, daily cash advances uh, will not uh, increase the fragility the fragility of your venture. The main uh, disadvantage is if you don't use this product well, it will eat out of your profit margin, right? Think about it. Let's say you use that product and you don't grow. What happens? You're just sacrificing part of your profits to pay the fee of the daily cash advance. This can be the case, and let me, I will stop sharing here. Of course, this can be the case, and we have seen cases of, of uh, clients that they want to use the service for a month or a couple of months because they're facing a liquidity crunch. Fine, you do that, and you know that you're doing that. That's totally fine. So uh, I don't know if I tackle everything or... No, that, that's... I think that's very insightful. Mike, the, the question I just had before, and it, it really uh, gets in well now, is like, if, you, if, you're, a, if you're a business uh, owner, what would be like, you have your own, because I, I know you, you, you were a seller at one point. It's like, how do you look at that? And how would you sort of uh, leverage, let's say you're doing um, half a million today on Amazon, uh, let's say, turnover, right? Yearly. And you've got, gross uh expectations and you know you want to grow to you want to you know double triple you want to get above a million obviously you need to have more cash to buy products to buy stock and so on more cash to do advertising probably to you know uh, translate to other content to other countries how do you would you go around like okay i need um uh, let's say i need just for the exercise i need two hundred thousand. Uh, just to buy, buy more products and just to, to be able to sustain that growth. Um, how would you go around? Uh... Yeah, this is now a personal question because first of all, I was never an e-commerce uh, seller. I was an old school seller, right? Back in the day. Uh, but yeah. Call you old school, but <laughs> yeah, you know, but, but yeah, now you have experience in selling. 
um and yeah uh, like uh what what would you be if if you know as an owner you say okay Okay, I need to find 200,000 and that's, you know, for the purpose of our exercise. Now, this is, a, again, it's what, I mean, again, 200,000 loan for a 500,000 business. I mean, that's that's a lot of money, right? That's already, that percentage is huge to my eyes. I, I always say, you really have to know what you're doing. So let's assume that you have that product that is doing well. And also let's assume that this product is not like a, a trendy product. It's not like a, a fluke. It's not like, let's say, uh, a product that has a life, life, lifespan of three months. Okay. So you have a, a product, reliable, highly profitable, and you know that people will always buy uh, this product. I don't know. It's a, it's a pepper grinder. You know, I'm just making up something here. You have a pepper grinder. Is that you have reliable future cash flows at a good margin that they will be able to service the principal and the interest payments. You can go get a loan, right? So you wanna get a loan to buy more of that stuff or get a loan to find a complementary product that you can, uh, uh, that you can, the, the already established product can help you uh, sell this, right? So this is, this is an example a logical example from what, uh, based on my experience. Uh, obviously now, if there are COVID loans out there at low rates, people go, go, go and get them, right? Because this is cheap money. It depends on the jurisdiction where you're in. Some of it is guaranteed by the state. So assuming that you know what you're doing, assuming that you know how to deploy that capital, you can go and do, you know, go ahead. Now, daily cash advances, uh, it's complementary. Um, let me backtrack. I always say to young sellers, so let's say under a million, uh, and also, you know, with more hair than than myself, uh, I always say to them, you know, get your bachelor's with daily cash advances, and then you can graduate to a loan, right? Because if you don't do well with a daily cash advance. Yeah, you know, there's no, there's not a big, there's no downside, right? There's not a big downside. It's your own equity, it's your own money that you're playing with. So, you know, get your bachelor's, work on that because you can, you might be able to restock faster, right? You will be able to launch a new product. You will be able to augment your growth by using uh, this accelerated uh, liquidity that we provide. And once you feel comfortable, you know, comfortable, then you can start playing with other people's money. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's for me, there is also this, uh, it's what I said, adding debt to your business makes you fragile. Yeah. That's, that's number one, right? So, uh, so you have to be mature, ready, really know what you're doing and always, always, have enough let's say let's imagine if you're if you're the way i will approach it is if my wager on the future doesn't materialize and everything is uh, and the deviation from my plan is is big will i be able to survive let's take this scenario because we are entrepreneurs we have the optimistic bias we are always 
thinking that things will be rosier to, tomorrow because that's why we're entrepreneurs, right? That's, that, that, that's the essence. However, this optimistic bias in some peculiar way finds find its way in, into our spreadsheets, right? So we start forecasting <laughs> uh, and we have that bias inside our forecast. So, and then reality kicks in and there are deviations, right? And deviations, as I mentioned before, will impact the true cost of your loan. So again, get a loan back. If things go south, you will still be robust to, you know, to pay back or, you know, use your, the remaining of your capital to, to uh, be in operation. So that's my short, long answer. So that's your good answer. So, and I love the, what you've just said about, okay, actually you have, you need to have a proof of concept. You need to have a product which is selling well, a good conversion rate and that like funding be it loan or be it uh, advanced payment like advanced cash is not going to magic to the product if it's not selling it like you need exactly. to make sure and i love the idea of because we're talking a lot when we do strategic sessions with our customers about focusing starting somewhere starting sometimes maybe small but grow make it a proof of concept and then expand and that very much is the case here of saying okay you just start make sure you your product even before get asking for any money make sure that it works and then the first step before what you said, if I understand well, is like start with advanced cash. And then once you, you've put money into this, uh, the, the wheels are spinning a bit faster. The next step of really getting the wheel bigger is to get the loan, right? Yeah, I mean, this is one approach. Of course, what I'm seeing is it does not resonate with seasoned entrepreneurs because they already know what I'm talking about, right? So when I have, because we're talking also uh, with clients that they're over five, eight, 10, 12, 20 million. So they already know what, what, I'm, what I'm talking about. So they will also use daily cash advance to fine tune uh, their capital deployment, right? To, uh, so th there is a whole different conversation Right, and uh, actually, I, I would dare say that it's an easier conversation because they're seasoned, they know what they're doing, they're, they're, not, they're not asking silly questions, you know. Uh, maybe that's a bit too harsh, but you know, they are, they are there, I mean, they're already very successful, so they know what they're doing. They and, probably and did the mistakes in the past already. Of so. course, of course, you're absolutely right. They, they did the mistakes in the past, so they've learned. So uh, again, if you're under the one million, under a million and a half, uh, again, why are you building the business? To generate future cash flow. Let's say you're aiming that one of these Amazon aggregators will buy your business. If I were an Amazon aggregator, what would I look? What, what should I invest? I want guaranteed future cash flow right because i'm putting my capital into your business i don't want to experiment i want to have something steady all right now this is a solid profit margin we can defend it with some ppc with a better uh, optimization of our supply chains etc etc so again think about it when you buy a loan when you get a loan well it's other people's money it's like somebody's investing in your business right some, somebody's adding money into your capital structure so what do they want guaranteed future cash flow right guarantee future cash flow why to get back their principal and their interest so it's the same concept so it all comes down to what you're doing so <laughs> finding the right product the the poke the proof of concept slowly scaling maybe pivoting right adjusting again 
play to the tune of the band, improvise, you know, as a good entrepreneur slash dancer, and then, you know, you will, you will go, you eventually you will be successful. Samba is a key. And Samba. if any, if you've got questions, so please do type in the question into the chat uh, area and we'll be happy to answer. I've got one question is, when would you say is the right time to start uh, the cash and advancing? Is like, is it very beginning or once you have the proof of concept of your conversion rate is increased? Like, is there a good timing and a, and a less good timing? Well, again, when it comes to store fund, we want to see some, uh, let's say we, we want to see some uh, uh, history. We want to see that you're over that 30, 35,000 uh, balance a month. All right. So it's 350, 400. You have a, so that means that you sort of know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You're dealing with Amazon uh, successfully. You have some processes in place. So yeah, for us, it, it, we do not onboard uh, people that they're just starting, right? So, uh, so. but that, that, let's say it's it's a bit from your point of view, from, from the point of view of a, of a, of a brand or a seller selling on Amazon, is there a, so you've achieved, let's say, without below thirty-five thousand a month, nobody will talk to you. Okay, clear. But when is there something which would should trigger? Is there a right moment to do that, or as soon as you you think as soon as you they've reached that, they should look into it? Uh, well, I mean, again, it's it's uh, what what are the needs? The needs are okay. I'm I'm doing thirty thirty-five k. I have my proof of concept, and something is holding me back. Right, I want to I want to build a more sustainable business. So, I believe that if I have access to the total balance of the marketplace, I know what I'm doing and I will put it into work, and that will take me to a higher place. That's the right moment. That's the right okay. moment. So it's yeah, that's just hitting that or just spinning the wheel or uh, a bit quicker that that moment where you need the extra water for, for the mill to uh, spinning the cast cycle and not the wheel of fortune that's that's it's the, it's wow, the correct. let me write that down it's like yeah, exactly. spin so, spin the cash wheel and not and not the wheel of fortune you know so you have to you have to what i'm saying is you have to know what you're doing. So I know what I'm doing. I'm going to accelerate my car cycle. I'm not talking about fortune and luck and maybe I will succeed. And I know what I think, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. You know what, Costas, you, you should go on a little box in Las Vegas and on the main boulevard yeah. there and have that. And I'm sure you, you would preach it to a lot of people there. That's a, that's a, that's a great saying. Um, we, we wanted to go to the Prosper show, but uh, again, with all the COVID and all those, you know, again, yeah, yeah, we, we decided to pass. So like next, next year, I'll be there. Next year, you can uh, like address the crowd, um, and that that's cool. What do you have? Uh, a question I often ask is like, do you have like good examples and bad examples of, of things you've seen of uh, yeah, things yeah. which have gone well or, or and and not so well, and learnings from the not so well and the, the well too. That's a great question. Let's focus on the. Thank you very much. Let's focus on the downside. Mm -hmm. The downside. Uh, Growing too fast, 
growing too fast. What does this, what does this mean? Uh, you cannot, uh, especially if you are a fulfilled by merchant, right? So your delivery times, you have a high ODR, you get suspended for ODR. You make promises that you cannot keep. You don't have the right processes or integration with your suppliers. So I see like great businesses, private label business actually, uh, in the bath category uh, is the right category. Good, good people, young entrepreneurs, smart, you know, and you see that too much growth compounded, or coupled, coupled with the fact that they're not fully integrated with their supply chain. Uh, they, the, the suppliers don't deliver on time, they make promises, then they end up being suspended, right? So that's, that's, that's an example where I always say, you know, just put the processes in place, put the right software in place. Another great case, the positive, a US, US uh, seller over 10 million, what else, 20 million in multiple omni-channel, multiple marketplace platforms. He invested heavily in technology and then he could scale seamlessly. So this what, is- Yeah, what do you mean by technology? In, technology, in I mean to... like software, like uh, repricing, inventory management, supply chain, even like automated response uh, to uh, consumers. So all that stuff, and I, you know, I, I see a lot of cases where, oh, wow, this guy's going places. Of course, they're a bit older, more experienced, you know, and, and, and of course, I'm not saying that the first cases, they're not going, I think they, they will be able to, to make it, but, you know, things that uh, you thought are not that important, but they ended up being very important, you know, and of course, when you're suspended on Amazon, that's a whole different uh, uh, ball game there, right? Or in any marketplace for that matter, right? You know, uh, let me think of something. The other thing is, uh, you know, the private label building brands, the first case, very successful, committed, uh, resilient, uh, build a good team of engineers next to him, right? Uh, invested in uh, three product categories made mistakes, but they were not big mistakes, right? And uh, yeah, and ended up being successful. So again, I, I don't think... know, maybe I didn't answer the question very well, but uh, yeah. Maybe that's... No, don't be harsh on yourself. It was I'm cool. Um, no, so the thing I hear a lot was what you're saying. And it makes a lot of sense to me is that like integrating the supply chain and that uh, actually the, the, the you can't be successful on Amazon if you if your if your supply chain is not working. It's like and supply chain is very vast. Like it's from buying to getting the products to getting them to FBA or to FBM to the end consumers. Like this whole thing, if you don't have that into in control, it's not going to work. And if so, if you're not super good, then you need to use FBA and then just make sure that you get the supply in time. And you're right that oftentimes, like it's it's a really a shame when it's a super brand and the bottleneck is within the supplies. Like you can say, wow, they could do so much. I think it's absolutely, I mean, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. This is huge, right? Because think about it, we give you the tool to restock faster, but, and you start doing it, but then everything collapses. Why? Because you don't have the right infrastructure. 
and and I really appreciate when uh, retailers say, I mean, and I had a case last last week with a couple of Americans, and they say, listen, we like it, but we don't have the rails yet in place, and that that says a lot, you know, and they're already doing like a lot of a big turnover and they say, but you know, for your product, we have to look back. Uh, we have to put the right rails in place so we can run, right? So oh, we can, we can go faster. So this is a great answer. And I, and I, I can understand so much about the entrepreneur that gives me that answer. You know, they, they really know what they're doing. Great people to work with in the future, I hope so. Yeah. And so I have a question for you and we'll get to the end of the question. So anybody wanting to uh, ask anything, please do before we wrap up is um, because supply chain is so important. Um, you've got this always this choice about doing FBA and FBM and uh, typically like the best way to to uh, be prime eligible and to sell more is FBA. That's the easiest way. And FBA gives you a lot of flexibility. What's your take? And let's let's maybe less your area of expertise. But as you work with a lot of uh, sellers today, is how do you reconcile? How, what, what's your recommendation or what's your view on okay the choice between FBM and FBA? Yeah, that that's a tough one for me to answer. I have seen successful cases no. for in both. Uh, obviously, FBA, you know, it's a no-brainer, right? But also FBM, though, it's the fact that they they invest a lot on technology. Uh, timely supply chain and everything. So, I guess for the for the latter, they're bigger entities. They're bigger entities for the most part. They're not they're not small. So the, yeah, there's an element of scale, right? If you there's you're an element small, of scale, like... right? Right. I mean, I have, there are cases of people who actually send people. You know, they have people in China full time. They go over there. You know, and and uh, so yeah, I think. It, it pays off to start FBA, and as uh, and as you uh, pass well, yeah. the various milestones in, in this Amazon ritual, there might be a, a moment where you say, "I'm just going to go FBM." But uh, again, they're larger, larger entities for the most part. Again, I'm not an expert on that. Not an expert. Yeah. On that. <laughs> it's just it's just my sample it's it's a pretty big sample but i'm not an expert remember what what mark twain said who is an expert jerome some guy from out of town so <laughs> exactly but for me it sort of makes sense and like the scale is a, like the size of where you are but it also so you need you need to be patient and a lot of some sometimes people think that you know amazon is a eldorado and you just go there wait for it and it will expand no it's complex you need but to handle even, the supply chain the branding and yeah but eldorado even eldorado didn't exist even if you look at history eldorado didn't exist right so it's it's a <laughs> no this is a long game this is a long game. If you wanna, if you wanna build a business, you play long. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, from uh, nothing to riches. You, I'm, we're not, we're not talking about multi-millionaires. We're not. No, it, it's, it's a long game. And hopefully, it will be something that you will be able to eventually to exit, sell, uh, or uh, I don't know, or keep, keep running it. So. 
And I think that's a great uh, closing comment that Amazon is is a is a long end game, and that financing and or uh, either loans or, or cash in advance is only something which will be supporting that. But you need to have a, a case for success. You need to be patient to build it, and uh, only use it really when you you know that it's it's working well. So you're not a wizard, you're not no magic from store fund, but it can certainly help uh, companies which have got the potential. So thank you so much, uh, Costas. That was a great. Uh, thank you very you. much, Jerome. It was and cool. Hopefully and I'll see you in the real world soon. <laughs> we, we will do that. We will do that. And we will see. Uh, so we will have a webinar next week. I think we have multiple ones, but there's one with Destiny, which will be uh, talking about uh, advertising, which will also be a very interesting how to launch brands with, with the advertising side. We talked about today uh, how to get uh, like helping on the funding on the supply chain side, but also you need to build uh, like the engine that was the, uh, the money, but also the branding side. So that will be exciting. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a great afternoon wherever you are. Merci, Bye -bye, everyone. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao.